Season 5, Episode 18 of the Bridgeport Zone Podcast. I'm Carlos Ortega. It went off without a hitch. That's the good news. Now, we need to do more. And how much the mayor's candidates are raising. We'll talk about that and a few other things. My final thoughts. Right now, here's Billy Doggett. Aces Bail Bonds. Aces Bail Bonds serves the whole entire state of Connecticut. Aces Bail Bonds is located at 1125 North Avenue, Bridgeport. Call 203-366-4817 or the toll-free number 866-777-BOND, 866-777-2663 and their website, acesbailbondct.com. Now, I said everything went off without a hitch, there were no problems, and I'm talking about the Puerto Rican Day Parade. So, now it's time for the city to get their union act together, get their city act together, and not have this problem again. They got a collective bargaining agreement. That's done. No excuses. No excuses for the city to press a panic button a bit and say, oh, we're going to be shorthanded for the Puerto Rican Day Parade. The 30th anniversary of the Puerto Rican Day Parade in Fairfield County. 30 years, and this one had very, matter of fact, no incidents. Zero incidents. The parade was great. People were enjoying themselves as you think they would. Police presence, the only time I saw police during the parade was when they're marching. I saw them being a presence out in the street, sidewalks, and so forth. But other than that, a police presence was very minimal. And you know why that is? Because they're shorthanded. Plus, I think we as Puerto Ricans know how to act on our own day. We know how to act. We know when they hear good music, they're going to be on there on the sidewalk or even in the street. They'll be dancing, having a good time. 
Very, very much so. Zero incidents. And when they got to Seaside Park, very few of any mishaps, very few of anything went wrong. It was a well-run parade. There were zero issues. The only issue was the police manpower. And that's where Roderick Porter has to go out there. I don't know how he's going to do it. I don't know what type of job fair he's going to have for the city of Bridgeport Police Department. Go call Indeed, Monster, and all these employment websites about applying to be a police officer in the city of Bridgeport. I don't blame you personally. I don't. Police officers are going to quit, go to another police station. Others are going to retire saying, hey, I've done my time. Give me my pension. Let me go about my merry way. That's going to happen. But you can't leave a police department short of manpower. They are the city of Bridgeport minus, I'm going to estimate, 100 police officers short. 100. And that's an estimate. They got to do better. They got to hire people. I don't know what the testing is. I took the policeman test. I passed. But I do not know what the requirements are. I do not know what the thing is for civil services. I really don't know. But this police department cannot be run like this when your manpower is at a minimal. That you can't bring police officers to help support a parade. That's unacceptable. Now, I can understand it in some cases. Will they will be will the manpower be like that for the Columbus Day Parade? Will the manpower be like that for the St. Patrick's Day Parade? I don't know what it was like for the Barnum Festival Parade. I do not know. But it went off, as I said earlier, without a hitch. And what I mean by not going off without a hitch, very few incidents, very few of anything. That's what I mean by not getting off without a hitch. So what can be done to improve the parade? I've said this on a few occasions. Take it out of Park Avenue. I know it's the closest way to Seaside Park, but take it out of Park Avenue. I'm sorry. You want to make a parade? Put it in downtown Bridgeport. You get more people there, and then you could send it into the Hartford Healthcare Amphitheater where it is a bigger better venue and you'll have more performers there to perform last last year Lizette Melendez performed at the Puerto Rican Day Parade you know who performed groups that I've never heard of what happened why one year you get Lizette Melendez and then the next year you get nobody no disrespect to the performers there they were good but you're supposed to get top-notch performers to come here and perform. That's what it is. You know, I'm not saying you should get Mark Anthony or Bad Bunny. That'll be great. But unless Bad Bunny wants to offer a lot of money, hey, if I'm going to perform, you better pay me this amount, that amount, blah, blah, blah. No, just get people who are willing to come here and perform and do it for the community and do it because 
I'm not saying that's going to be the end all of end alls. But that's what it should be all about. It shouldn't be all about, how would I say it? In all honesty, being cheap. Now, I'm not saying that you're not cheap. You're not willing to pay the money. It should be a charitable event. But come on. Again, last year, Lizette Melendez. This year, nobody. I mean, seriously? My rub on this is this. After getting a parade where the police department said we have very little manpower, this should be an opportunity for the people and the organizers of the parade to get a big name to come here. I don't know who that name is. I really don't know. But fact of the matter is this. If we're going to have this event, it's got to have a big name. And that's why I think if you change, I should say, the parade route, put it in downtown Bridgeport. Let the parade route accept going to Seaside Park and park it in that little place called the Hartford Healthcare Amphitheater. Hey, you're not going to get what? You only got um estimated number. Uh, 1,500 people there? Seriously? I think it, it was a little less than that, but let's, let's just say 1,500. If you can get, with all of the things that were going on, 1,500 people to go to this parade. And if you get, and I mean get, a big name act to perform at that amphitheater, Puerto Rican Day Parade, you've done something. And you know why the reason why I want the parade route to be changed in all seriousness is number one, and in all seriousness, why? just because Park Avenue is a great way to go to seaside park no i'm tired of that i mean you can get the downtown bridgeport and park it in there let the parade route go through tell all the people have their park cars there to move their cars move it somewhere else where people can have a good view of the parade hey they do it in new york they got no problem doing it there because you know why the people cooperated that's what you need. You need people to cooperate. And if you can't cooperate in having a parade in downtown Bridgeport that leads to the Hartford Healthcare Amphitheater and have a great performer perform there, then you're good. But if you don't and you have it at that same old band shell, you're going to be cliche. You're going to be very much a cliche. This shouldn't be a problem. So two things, A, Bridgeport Police, hire more people, and C, Puerto Rican Day Parade organizers, reconsider the parade route. Hey, St. Patrick's Day has it in downtown Bridgeport. How come the Puerto Rican Parade can't? Ask that question. If you get a good answer or get a reasonable answer, fine. If you don't, you got a problem. Now, one thing about the mayor's race that I'm intrigued about is how much money these candidates are raising. I'll ask that after this. 
ICE's bail bonds serves the whole entire state. Go to 1125 North Avenue, Bridgeport, or call 203-366-4817 for all the details. If you live in Hartford, New Haven, or Waterbury, they're there for you. ACES Bail Bonds, 1125 North Avenue, Bridgeport. Call 203-366-4817 or toll-free 866-777-BOND, 866-777-2663. Go to their website, acesbailbondct.com. So the fundraising part of running a mayor's race is well underway. The mayor is about to have a million dollars in his fundraising war chest to spend on whatever, ads, um, TV commercials. You've seen a few on your TV screen lately. Bridgeport, Progress, Together, BPT. John Gomes has spent some money also. He's raised some. His billboards and his pictures are all over the place. So that's the thing. I do not know how much Lamont Daniels has raised. I do not know how much Marilyn Moore has raised. But in comes my telephone, and I will have the answers for you. Mayor Ganim raised 275000 for his re-election campaign. According to paperwork, Ganim has spent $52,000 and has about three hundred and forty. Four thousand in hand, so he's going to be—he's going to be a factor. You know, he's the mayor, he's the incumbent, he's the guy you got to beat—you got to beat, I should say—to win this. John Gomes, he's as I said, he has like uh, spent one hundred fifty-nine thousand dollars, close to one hundred sixty, has one hundred sixteen thousand left, so that's good. So, fact of the matter is this. You got to spend, you got to raise, you got to spend, you got to raise, got to raise money to spend money, you know, that sort of thing. The one thing, getting to Lamont Daniels for a moment, about fundraising, raising, and spending money, it's all depend upon on how you spend your campaign money. It just can't be about attack ads. It can't all be about attack ads. You got to tell people what your vision and goals are for the city. Can't just attack. Can't. You could speak some truths that have gone out there. Mayor Gannon's speaking the truth. John Gomes is speaking the truth. Lamont Daniels is speaking the truth. I have no idea what Marilyn Moore is speaking. So let's just put that on the table for now. But she's raised some money too. You know, let's not be, you know, too hard on Maryland. She's raised money. She spent over a hundred and three thousand raise, I should say. She spent fifteen thousand. She has about nearly eighty nine thousand in her war chest. But again, again and again and again, it's not about how you raise the money and it's about how you spend it tv radio ads billboards even appearances coming on my podcast going on other podcasts going on radio shows you know this 
thing call it election that's done every two, four, and six years. It's like you're running for re-election every year, pretty much. It's like you're running an election. You're in an election, not only to keep the seat, but also win another election. That's how it is. So when you see all these candidates out there at the parades, at the major events, what have you, that's what they're doing. And they're telling, hey, we're going to give you a little something so we can be in whatever. That's what it's all about. It's not about them raising money so they can keep it. Matter of fact, they can't keep that money. They can't. It's fundraised money. It's not charity. You got to do something with it. You just can't spend it like George Santos spent his campaign money on paying his own bills and so forth. No, you got to spend it on your campaign. Either do that, keep it as a campaign and run again and re-raise again, all that. But you can't keep it. You got to do something with it. Like that movie, Brewster's Billion, where Richard Pryor's character is told, you got to spend $30 million in 30 days and you can get $300 million. But in this case, you got to spend the money you raised and you can't keep it. You could keep it, but it's only for campaign use only. So these guys have to be very, very smart in how they do this. You know, I'm not going to say it's easy. It's not. It's not at all. That's why I don't run for politics. Because if you give me that amount of money, I'm going to do something with it. And I'm not talking about doing fundraisers and spending and so forth. It's going to go to advertising what my vision would be if I run for public office. I'm not. But that's what these candidates, even the incumbent mayor, is thinking. Now, we're going to get this money. What are we going to do with it? That's all. What are we going to do with it? What are we going to do with all this money that we've had raised well, you see, John Gomes has billboards all over the place. And you see Joe Gannum have Bridgeport progress together. Joe Gannum, I think he's going on his word. Marilyn Moore, I have no idea what the hell she's doing. And by the way, Marilyn, Mr. Mayor, you're still more than welcome to come on my podcast. You're more than welcome. You know... I get in touch with these people, I email them, I inbox them, I text them, and they s no response. John Gomes, Lamont Daniels, kudos to them to coming on. But you could come on my podcast and explain yourself. And Marilyn Moore, I'll even tell you why I said the remark about you should be a greeter at Walmart. I'll tell you. I'll tell you now anyway. It's a D.L. Hughley joke. He mentioned John McCain should be a greeter at Walmart. I found that to be a pretty funny line to say, because it's true. How old is Marilyn Moore now? 75? But anyway, this is the situation that all these candidates are in. It's all they're in. They're in for a pound, in for a buck.
They have to use this campaign money wisely. They can't just say, oh, I'm going to spend it. Let me buy me a nice little weekend somewhere. No. You guys are crazy. Get all that money. They got to give it back. No. It is their official campaign fundraising war chest. They could keep it, but they got to use it for campaign use only. That's something that nobody, I mean nobody realizes, is that this is for campaign use only. Running for public office, you got to use it somehow. So when they decide and when they say, I'm running for this, I'm running for that. They know they got money in the kitty, so to speak. And that's what they're going to use it for. But they're raising money up the yin-yang. They're making it clear to all and everybody that they are in this and they're in it to win it. Primary's coming on soon. It's right around the corner. John Gomes was at the Puerto Rican Day Parade. So was Lamont Daniels. So was Mark Lazarus. I saw him all there. Marilyn Moore was in a car. Might be health reasons. I can understand that. Joe Gannon walked through there. So, hey, these are the things that people have to understand. When you are running for public office and they say, hey, give me a couple dollars. We can put on a commercial that says Bridgeport Progress Together. That's what you're giving them. You're giving them money to raise so they could put on their own campaign bridgeport progress together john gomes with billboards all over the place see that picture big smile tagged people are wearing shirts that said john gomes for mayor he had a float for himself while john gomes walked through Mont daniels walked through his partner mark lazarus did also that's what this is all about. They're about getting you to say, hey, you're the candidate that I want for mayor. Forget the party endorsement. Lay that aside. Leave it aside. This is what they want you to see. They want you to see that they're the candidate that you should be getting out there and getting your vote for. That's why they fundraise. That's why they do that what I call retail politics, shaking your hand, saying hi, how's your life doing, sort of thing. How could we improve the city? Those are simple things because they'll ask that question. Then you give them a couple of bucks, a couple of bucks turns into hundreds of bucks, thousands, tens of thousands. And then the next thing you know, they are on TV or on social media saying, Here's what's happening here. Here's what's happening there. Here's how I could improve things. And you're on your way. You bought in. Nothing wrong with that. It's pretty simple. But you all have to say, this is the person I want for the next four years. But they're raising money up the yin-yang. Fundraising. Campaign money. Your tax dollars. Your hard-earned money. Here's a little advice for all of you. Whoever you choose to spend your hard-earned money on a campaign for mayor, choose very wisely. 
choose very wisely. It's a long haul to the primary. Another two, three months. Be patient. Back after this. You get arrested. You go to jail. You need to get bail bond. So who do you call? You call Aces Bail Bonds. 1125 North Avenue, Bridgeport. Acts about the quick 24-7 response. Easy payment plans. Aces Bail Bonds takes all of your credit cards. So call Aces Bail Bonds if you need to get out of jail. 1125 North Avenue, Bridgeport. Or call 203-366-4817. Or the toll-free Number 866 777 bond or 866 777 now, this is the second year in a row I've seen the Shelton Mayor in a parade, Barnum Festival, now the Puerto Rican Day Parade. He probably was at one last year. But the question I have, in all seriousness, what the fuck was he doing there? I don't think he stuck around either way to be a part of the parade or the festivities or the music or the food. So the question is, Mark Loretti, what the fuck were you doing there? It's a simple question. Eh, forget the curse words and all. What were you doing there? Instead of being uh, a walking lamppost. Second year in a row. Second year in a row he was at a parade. I mean, come on. Now, Let's put my conspiracy theory hat in play. Mayor Ganim's running for mayor. Mark Loretti has done a lot of good things in Shelton. I'll give him that. He's done tremendous. He took a lot of our customers away from his hotels that he's had built in Shelton. But the question again, what the fuck were you doing there? Really? I don't mean to be harsh. I'm not saying this because it's a Bridgeport thing, but if somebody invited you because you had a history there, oh wait, that's it. You coached at Central High School, the basketball team. That's probably why. That's a good reason to invite them. But what else? What else has he done? So, what in the world would the people at the Puerto Rican Day Parade invite Mark Loretti, the mayor of Shelton, to march in the parade? Somebody can answer that for me, please. I don't know why. He's a good guy. I'm sure he is. But you know, there comes a point in time where you have to put things in a bit of perspective, I find it very suspicious to me that the last two years I have seen the Shelton Mayor march in this parade and the Barnum Festival Parade. I find it suspicious. 
It's just me. I don't know why. Now, there's nothing suspicious when I saw the former acting police chief, Rebecca Garcia, march in the Puerto Rican Day Parade, because she is Puerto Rican, that is. But what I saw, it was tagged in her... It was a tag. It was some a piece of paper that stated that she's running for a seat in the city council, the 133rd district, which is fine. I think we need people like Rebecca Garcia to run and give a perspective on things in her jurisdiction. Talk to the constituents. I have a hard time saying that word. But either way, it's good to see that. Because I think more or less, she's very content. It's just my opinion. She's very content with where she's at right now. She's very content that her acting police chief job, taking the blame for everything, being in charge of police officers that didn't give a rat's ass about her. Those days are done. She's retired. You pick on somebody else now, which is good. Now she can go about the business of doing what she wants to do. And if she wants to run for a city council seat, good for her. I mean, what else you want her to do? Instead of being, you know, incognito, left out the pasture, say, shoo, go away. No. Sometimes people don't go away. They just stick around and say, hey, what can I do? What can I do to make things better? Really? If you can't make things better, then what are you here for? And the thing about it is, is what happened to Rebecca Garcia still to this day, in my opinion, stinks. I don't know if she feels that way about the way it was handled like I do, but it stunk. And I hope that she brings that out to the fore in saying what happened to me reeks. It's still a stench that's not going to go away until something more is done about it. And until then, Hey, congratulations and good luck to Rebecca Garcia, the former acting police chief who looks to be a member of the Bridgeport City Council. Good luck. And for, and for once in my holy life, I can sincerely say, good weekend in Bridgeport they raised a flag for Puerto Rico they had the parade they had all the stuff going on yeah I said some things about it about what's going on with the acts on stage but I'm still a one thing I'm still a one single thing that should happen again like I told you before change the parade route so forth but it needs to be 
it was well organized like it was this year. More well organized, even though people resigned, they didn't want nothing to do with it. It's going to have to be more like it was this past year. This past Sunday. Let's be honest about it. Because past years, they were good. They had some great acts come in. But the thing is, it has to be about not only the people, but everybody. I've seen a lot of people, not only on the parade route, but at the Seaside Park site, seriously, of all races, creeds, and colors, they were all Puerto Rican for one day, and that's good. That is a good thing about the parade, because let's be honest about it, Puerto Rico, the island itself, has its issues. It wants to become the 51st state. They don't want to be, understandably, but they are the roots that keeps us going here in Bridgeport. Everybody, this is a groundswell. This is everybody who is Puerto Rican, through and through, enjoying themselves for one day, and they enjoyed themselves every single day. It's not just this parade. It's they're enjoying themselves this day and every single day of their lives. So it's an enjoyable thing to have. It should keep going for another 30 years. And I believe it will. Season 5, episode 18 of the Bridgeport Zone podcast is in the books. Take care.